Let's fucking do it there, bud. We got uh, whiskey today. I'm drinking whiskey. You got your shitty Coors Banquet white trash mannequin over there. God damn it right, man. Fucking drink the blue collar man. Just got a little bit of whiskey here. I think it's two fingers, three. Let me. It's just two fingers. We're good. Oh, that's what she said. Ah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I set you up for that. That's disgusting. But she probably would have preferred three. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. We are the Valley Boys. I am your host, Dave Weasel. Join with me is my sidekick, Brandon Collins, fresh off a trip to Colorado. Fucking shit up there. Make sure you like, subscribe, rate, share. Give us a rating, a review. If you like it, give us a good review. If you hate us, give us a bad review. That's totally fine. As always, you can head over to buymeacoffee.com slash valleyboyspod and enable our alcoholism. This week, our gay dad who bought us the most amount of beer is Olivia. She got us three. Thank you very much. Cheers. She's all the way in England, so I don't know if that's more or less money for her. But uh, we also have these cheapskates who only bought us one beer. <laughs> Shitty Ryan. <laughs> Shitty Sarah, shitty Greg, shitty Tori, Troy, that doesn't matter, and shitty Andrew. Thanks anyways, you cheap bastards. Oh, we also got t-shirts now. Uh, You can find it on our social media links. We put the link there. They're on Redbubble. It's this cool Ramones logo, but it's all Valley Boy style. It's got an angry little cat. He's got some whiskey on it. It's pretty cool. Make sure that when you buy it, you get the white shirt because it's a black logo. If you get the black shirt, the black logo's not going to show up, okay? I don't. It's like someone bought a Dave Weasel shirt, same thing. Complain to me about it. So I block them. If you're going to do that, I'm going to take your 20 bucks and donate it to Trump's legal fund. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of an endorsement right there. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. So we're in Brandon's garage. That's where we record our podcast now that the shit shack is been shut down for a year now we're still missing that jamie kennedy episode jamie i'm sorry buddy uh we had to have that edited won't say why but we had to have that edited and we never got it back uh we're gonna have to shake him down for it um i was just we just mentioned this online with uh with with jame <laughs> as we <laughs> call first him. name basis yeah as, as, like shortened first he just calls me duh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and me bra God, you got these chickens. So that's a problem with this place. Is there's Brandon has these two pet chickens that he calls Nugget and Spicy Nugget, the red one, and they're 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 just out there going, and it reminds me of this lesbian in Winnipeg, like (laughs) (laughs) this lesbian chicken. Shut up. You know how we all have animal names, right? Sure. Like I'm Weasel, obviously. Brandon's raccoon. Uh, This girl in Winnipeg that I was friends with is. Who, she's a she's a gay woman. Her name was Chicken, because one time she slept with a dude, and the next morning she was walking around going fuck 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 fuck, fuck like a chicken. So that's that's what I think about. I think, oh, is she out there? Is she coming to visit? That's cool. Oh, she slept with a guy again though. Fuck. Fuck 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 fuck. The sounds of regret. Fuck fuck off. So, anyways, yeah, you went to Colorado. You're back in the valley. How was Colorado for you? I, you know, a little weird, man. I was only away for like two two years but uh, between visits. But holy fuck, man, that place is getting weird. Like, I'd say probably the biggest difference is uh, on the south end of town, there used to be this spot, and it was where all the drug dealers were and the hookers, which, as you know, <laughs> I have an affinity for. And you know what they fucking did? They put in a goddamn Whole Foods, and they drove the fucking hookers out of there. What the fuck, man? That's very Colorado. Yeah, it was, yeah. so now like here in March in the middle of a snowstorm, you have those fucking nerds with their Birkenstocks and knee-high socks, you know, going out in the fucking winter and uh, instead of seeing, uh, you know, uh, chicks in knee-high fuck-me boots and uh, short skirts. It's fucking bullshit, dude. 
That 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 is very much a brain and problem. So what what did you do? You just had to do drugs and drink with your sister. Uh, yeah, I mean, just a fucking normal just boring Colorado weekend. shit. Yeah, yeah. Colorado <laughs> shit. Yeah. Right on. Uh, not not a lot happened here, although um, I got I got entrapped by Jimmy. Uh oh. If you remember Jimmy from a couple episodes ago, he called me and I answered it and called. We called him Shitty Jimmy a bunch of times. Uh, he's he's back in town and he. And trapped me, so he's now entrapment Jimmy or Jimmy the Rat. I haven't decided yet. But <laughs> wait, is that like nickname number sixteen or seventeen? Oh for God, that dude? he's got so many. Of them. <laughs> I, I, I can't even say them all on the podcast without getting canceled. But uh, he's he. Um, <laughs> we got a friend going through a breakup, which, as you know, happens. You know, shit happens. Whatever. Yeah, I've broken up a marriage or two. I get it. Yeah, well, because you're you have a thing for married women. It's fucking weird and gross. But hey, you know, um, no judgment. Well, kind of a little bit. Actually, a lot. You should pull your life together. Uh, but we got a friend going through a breakup. And w- whenever that happens, side note, the longer the relationship, the longer you have to keep your mouth shut after the relationship ends about talking shit with the other person. Because they, if they get back together, they're going to tell them what happened. Like that happened. My cousin did that. He was over at my house sleeping on the couch for like a week, dude. And, and I, told, I made the fatal mistake of saying, you know what? She wasn't even that good looking. Uh oh. Yeah, which is true. And I'm like, she's kind of shitty. Like she was very snobby, you know. And I, and I made this parallel that it's like she she doesn't she's not attractive enough to be that snobby. And uh, the, of course they got back together because they were living together. They were engaged. You know that should happen. They get back and he tells her I said that. He fucking told her I said that. That's oh, what happens no. every time though. Happens every time. It's like you you rekindle things. You want to be more honest and upfront. You're like, oh, and just so you know, my friend or my cousin or what said that you're a terrible, horrible fucking human being. So after that, you know, she she didn't even. They ended up getting married. She didn't want me at the wedding. I wasn't even invited. His mom. <laughs> <laughs> that that happens a lot in my family though, where I don't get invited. Um, Wonder why. <laughs> I've I've ru- I haven't ruined a marriage, but I have ruined a wedding. But with in this one, his his mom, my aunt forced him to invite me i didn't even get an invite i got a okay i guess you can come but uh you know take it easy on the booze well well you're you're their first test of their marriage to see like hey if the wedding doesn't go as planned can we still weather this storm you know so you're you're their first uh test on the way to a long happy marriage so in reality you're still helping the situation just i I like the way you think i like the way you think exactly and if if you can handle me uh, going to the wedding, uh, totally abusing the open bar, taking my shirt off, <laughs> humping my dad, then your marriage is off to a great start if you can weather that storm. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. So anyways, friend going through a breakup, right? Yeah. And um, he's, how do we put this? You, you know. It's a like, rough time. He, he, it's, a, it's, it's shitty. And whenever you go through a breakup, a rough one or whatever, the longer you've been with somebody, the more serious the relationship, the harder the breakup is, right? Yeah. So we're doing this thing where we've agreed. We talked about it, me and Jimmy, and we said, okay, uh, we're not going to introduce him to any girls. Not that we're like the gatekeepers of the titties or anything. It's not like I'm Gandalf of that. It's, it's just that. You know, if you're in that sexual rampage stage of your life, uh, you you don't want somebody coming in all shark Sharknado like, but instead of sharks in the tornado, it's just dicks causing trouble, wreaking havoc, destruction everywhere they go. Because he'll do that and not care. You know, and these are, these are my friends, my friends are friends, whatever. I don't want him doing that. So we kind of agreed that it's like we'll wait for a cool down period, okay, before we start. You know, whatever. It's and like he's got his own thing going on. He doesn't need us, but it's like. We'll wait. Very normal, very casual conversation. Anyways, right. he calls me the next day, 
And he's like, hey, Dave, uh, what was that thing that we talked about, you know, hiding girls from Jared? I'm like, it wasn't that we're hiding. We were just not going to bring him, uh, you know, introduce him to, to different groups of girls until there's like a bit of a cool down period. And the guy was in the background, the guy who broke up, and he's yelling, I fucking knew it, Dave. You fucking cock blocking Dave. That's my new nickname is cock blocking Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Jimmy, you fucking rat. Entrapment Jimmy. You know, so anyways, that's what happened with me. Entrapment Jimmy. You know, fuck, whatever. Jesus Christ, I'm like a way better weekend. <laughs> yeah, every every text I sent is just a rat emoji or just some cheese, you know, or the microphone pointing in the rat's mouth. Yes. See, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a it was a wild wild weekend. But anyways, let's hear about somebody else's wild weekend. Let's play uh, California, Florida, whatever. Absolutely. So. Uh, this game is simple. If you haven't uh, heard it before, uh, the rules are simple. I'm going to read off three headlines. Brother uh, Dave over here is going to guess uh, whether that individual is from Florida, California, or Canada. Keep in mind, this is not a process of elimination, and any of these hooligans can pop up again anywhere in the game. Are you ready to play Dave? Yes, and very good explanation, by the way. Uh, thank you. I'm good with the words and the talking and the whatnot. Uh, all right, first headline of the evening. Man arrested for masturbating with a pickle on private property. Did that happen in Florida, what? California, or Canada? Okay, okay. How the fuck do you masturbate with a pickle? There's, I mean, I mean, like, are you just like jerking off a pickle while you're pulling your own pickle, or do you have it like the pickle in your hand and your dick, or are you like pegging pickle pe pickling your ass while you're checking? How does this work? Yeah. This is important to the story because I feel like that could be a Fresno thing. It could be okay. a Fort Lauderdale thing, depending on what he was doing with the pickle. All right. Well, in anticipation of this question from pretty much anybody, I would read this headline <laughs> to. Uh, I took this uh, quote from the article. You wanted to get some ideas, so you so you read it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Researched well, uh, it. Well, yeah, yeah. No, so what's your new way of masturbating? Uh, all right. So according to the affidavit... Uh, this individual had his penis in one hand and a large uneaten pickle in his other hand. and Uneaten? Well, that, that was a quote. And, quote, was using the pickle to penetrate his rectum while he was masturbating. Okay, unquote. okay, so he was peckling. Yeah, peckling. yeah he's, he's working over the prostate while he's, uh, you know, uh, yanking crank. <laughs> like God. it would. Okay, I do not think that's a Canada thing because they have far better mental health care than they do here. Yes. Um, Again, that could be some Fresno, Bakersfield, Oakland shit right there. Uh, maybe yeah, Elk Grove. Up. Little bits uh, of uh, uh, Sacramento. San Fran. I'm going to go with... Oh, don't. you No. That's rude. You're going to get canceled. I was going to say San Fernando Valley, Dave. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure you were. Whatever. It's not like you can get canceled. Who are you going to cancel? Like, Are they, are they going to call me and <laughs> tell me to cancel you? Are they going to cancel your prescriptions? You know? Hey, man. Sometimes you just want to pickle up your ass while you're uh, you know, uh, pulling pud. Right, but do it in your own bathroom or where? Okay, so right. well, anyways. it was on private property. I don't know if it's Florida. Or not, I'm going with Florida. Uh, of course, yes. Okay, uh, it's uh, okay. you know it, it's always a low hanging fruit story. I understand that, but vegetable in this case, uh, a couple of them, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, God damn it, man, they're so funny. You just can't not you know uh, disclude them, um, if that's even a word. Disclude. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, the, the liquor's taking hold, Randy. Ah, uh, you are uh, the liquor, bud. Uh, all right, so moving on to our second headline. Mom with boxing glove glued to hand attacks girl at daughter's middle school, according to police. Okay. She she glued a box... So she, like, put glue in her hand and then put on a boxing glove? Yeah, so basically the gist of the story was she showed up at the school and she had this boxing glove on her left hand. 
And the school's like, well, what the fuck? What are you doing bringing a boxing glove? She says, well, it's glued to my hand and I can't remove it. So they're like, all right, it's Florida, so we'll let you into the fucking school. And I guess she was there for a parent-teacher conference with the principal or some shit. Obviously, the acorn doesn't fall too far from the fucking tree. Yeah, the kid's already in shit. Also, as a side note, to answer the question, uh, I'm, I'm guessing Florida because you just fucking said it was in Florida. God damn it, dude. Fucking idiot. Anyways, yeah. Uh, but yeah, what what a trade wreck of it. Like, imagine what kind of meth that kid's going to get into. It's not even like the good kind of meth, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, it's going to be the kind of meth that you, like, was it the bath salt shit in Florida? Yeah. That kid is going to be a bath salt zombie in oh, like yeah, two yeah, years. Oh, yeah, dude in Miami is going around eating people's faces and shit. Yeah, that's going to be that daughter. Yeah, absolutely. Or she's going to cure cancer. It's like one way or the other. You don't have a mom that shows up with a boxing glove glued to her arm. Punch a, she punched a child or a faculty member? No, 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 a child. So, like, after <laughs> after the parent-teacher conference, they, they made a beeline for the cafeteria where I uh, presumably her daughter was in a beef with some other girl. That's why the conference happened. The, the story didn't go into great detail, but uh, so the, the uh, woman's daughter, like, tackled the girl, started beating the shit out of her, and here comes mom with a boxing glove fucking just starting to go fisticuffs while the girl's on the fucking ground, just, you know, trying to fucking annihilate her. Jesus Christ, that's Pretty Florida, but it's also pretty uh, Collins family, because you and your dad went fisticuffs in a bowling alley. We haven't yeah. told that story in a while. Oh, no. Well, here's the thing. So when I was in Colorado, I actually met with a buddy of mine that I used to work with who was a part of that story. I forgot on the first podcast. So after like the police got called and everything, and they're like- Brandon hey, beat up his dad, and the cops showed up at the bowling alley. There so after go. the cops came? Yeah, I was drunk. And uh, so as I was being taken to the hospital- uh, I call my uh, buddy that I used to work with at the mortuary because I didn't know who else to call when I was drunk off my ass at midnight. I'm like, hey, buddy, I need you to come to the hospital. Like, such and such happened. He's like, what, what the hell's going on? I'm like, God damn it, you motherfucker, come to the hospital right now. <laughs> and uh, so he, like, showed up. There was, like, fucking six cops in my room. I was telling everyone to go fuck themselves two ways to Sunday and shit. <laughs> and so my buddy, who's, yeah, smaller, smaller guy, he's definitely not physically imposing. The cops, like, look at him, and they're like, what the fuck are you going to do? As soon as he walks in the room, I calm the fuck down. <laughs> you have all these big bad cops, you know, like trying to fucking flex nuts on me. Like that's going to get me to cool down. But um, Jesus, what a tragic story. I feel like we should now add Iowa man to this segment because that would be in there. Oh, Iowa yeah. man beats his elderly father up at a bowling alley because he had too much of the beer that was on sale. Ends up in the hospital calms down when his friend walks in oh yeah that old chestnut it's a family iowa, tradition man. it's a iowa tradition really it's a it's a uh, iowa sport is what it is so your dad landed a few shots on you uh no he didn't he didn't hit back like he was he was trying to be cool i guess and uh but they, they like people got in pulled us apart before anything really happened anyway so you socked your own father you got in a heated argument with yeah him. yeah but i didn't really land anything like severe like i didn't fucking knock him out or anything like that um, there, there was some uh, dumb cunt next to us though who was running her fucking mouth who had nothing to do with the situation. So I start screaming at her. Her boyfriend is nearby and he starts screaming at me to like garner my attention. So I go after him, swing on him. The funny part though is when the cops ask, "Do you want to press charges?" The guy's like, "No." And my dad told me he's like, "Yeah, she should have been fucking running her mouth." You know, like you know, it's. <laughs> so Jesus he, Christ. Yeah. So like, how bad like is that when you're w when you know how bad your own girlfriend shit is, and some drunk guy like goes to beat your ass? You're like, yeah, it's her fault, man. <laughs> I don't. That's I don't some blame Iowa you. man shit. Even though it happened in Colorado, that's still Iowa. I feel like he's also from Iowa. Uh, probably, dude. We're like cockroaches, man. Iowa's fucking everywhere. Well, you called her a c word here on the podcast. That that's. Hmm. Yeah, well, she's being a cunt, dude. She yeah, got involved yeah, in something yeah, that wasn't her. 
All right. Uh, yeah, Next th- question. Florida man. Twat. Um, all right. So last one of the evening. Uh, man crushed to death by car while allegedly trying to steal catalytic converter. Uh, it's a part on a car, uh, Dave. For the, <laughs> yeah, I don't on know. On mechanically inclined. Um, did that happen in Florida, California, or Canada? Okay, definitely not Canada. It's too cold for that shit right now. It's still March. Uh, again, <laughs> it reeks of Florida. You know, somebody like you come out, you go outside, and yeah. you, there's just somebody underneath your car. How did he get it up? He had a jack. Yeah, he had a jack and like some tools to like cut the part off the car and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's pretty eloquent. The the well, not really. I mean, <laughs> the, for the, Florida, because keep in mind we're, we're we're trying to decide if it happened in Florida, where I feel like the tools that he would have are like, you know, just like a straw from McDonald's. You know, his meth pipe. Uh, Oh, they got they, they got mechanics, so they're pretty handy down there. You know, uh, say what you will about their intelligence, but uh, well, it didn't work out for him, did it? So uh, no, not at all. Yeah, I'm going with Florida. Oh, for the trifecta, and no, this one was California <sighs> in Orange County. Really? Ooh, like yeah. Newport, some shit. No, 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 a little further east, a little uh, little closer to San Bernardino in the desert. Ugh. Yeah, okay, desert yeah, the people, fur- the desert further- people. Yeah, I forgot for, about the desert people. <laughs> yeah, for for those of you not familiar with California, the further you get out to the desert, the more meth and uh, other shits involved. I do not like desert people. We filmed a movie out there, and we were, <laughs> we were only there for eight fucking days, and every single desert person was weird as fuck, and they hated us, and we hated them. But we they, they were taking our money. Like, what's the big deal? Right. I, During yeah. coronavirus, nonetheless. And they were being assholes to us. Ah, desert people. Fuck them. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyways, anyways, yeah. So I forgot about the desert people. Yeah, that's totally a desert person thing. Uh, no, that sounds like. I, I feel like that would happen a lot more on like an ATV, you know, a four wheeler, or it's like some guy tries stealing a dirt bike, or like sure. a, a meth trailer, or whatever. Yeah. God, we're talking a lot about meth. Uh, you, you getting a little antsy? Uh, you itching uh, for a fixin'? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I watched this uh, uh, drunk history. I know it's an old show, but like, yeah, it's a good uh, one. I, I was watching the one where they had JFK. With his Dr. Feelgood dude, who's giving him butt injections of meth. <laughs> I know that sounds like a weird thing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, I got meth on the brain, but at least not in the butt. Well, well congratulations on that, sir. I'm glad you're clean and sober to this day with everything, uh, you know, but meth. <laughs> everything but meth. I, I like to drink, you know. Right. I, I don't ever do drugs, and it's not because I have any kind of moral objection to it. It's just because I know that I won't be able to handle it. There's yeah. a difference because, you know, my brain's wild, wired a little bit uh, differently than the rest of y'all. So I got to, uh, I, I got to watch what I do. I, I also have a very addictive personality, whether it's the liquor, the energy drinks, the food, the cigarettes, you name it. Hey, we got that in common. I'm all about that shit. So, but I do like to have a, have this, but I don't do drink drugs. I don't do drugs because I know I'm going to fucking like it. Yeah. That's what they should teach you in school. Like they're like, oh, the worst that'll happen if you try drugs is that you're going to fucking love it and it's going to control your life and you're going to turn into an animal and probably die. Yeah. That's the worst that can happen is you fucking love it. So I, I don't even touch it. Never have. I've never done Coke, never done meth, never done any of that fucking garbage. Oh yeah. Coke, Coke's all right. Uh, I haven't touched heroin or meth and I have no desire to, but, uh, right. Really? You uh, look like uh, a guy who's now nah, you got your teeth. So maybe not. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got my chompers, but I know you love that cocaine. Ah, uh, I love the cocaine. I think the I third the or cocaine. second episode of of the uh, of, of the podcast we were talking about your love of co- or you doing cocaine, and that was when you told your mom not to listen to it. Yeah, I you know I, I don't love it. it. It's it's all right. Like I could take it or leave it. It's there, but 
you know, uh, whatever. I got my drugs I like. I like my booze. <laughs> I like my weed. Uh, keep it simple, you know? Nobody's mom should ever listen to anyone's podcast. No, God it's no. It's just, no matter what it is, it's going to be a fucking disappointment. Because keep in mind, like... Just like me. The weird thing about statistics <laughs> in podcasts <laughs> yeah. is that, like, um, believe it or not, the Valley Boys is in the top, like, 10 or 5% of all podcasts. But that's really not that much of an accomplishment because there are like something like 1.5 million podcasts just in the United States and more than half of them have only put out one episode or whatever it is and there's uh less than a third of them get to 20 episodes and yeah it, it's like the local band of podcasts where you're like exactly. yeah your friends and your girlfriend show up and then like after right. whatever it is three or four they're like all right I've already seen this shit show uh, I got anything else to do tonight exactly oh you know what's funny that's that's exactly like it is in comedy no, all you know, right. For people starting out, yeah. um, you get the you get this honeymoon phase. When you first start doing stand-up comedy, you decide, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to fucking be a comedian. Um, your friends all come out eventually. You know what I mean? Like your first five or six shows that you're doing, those bar shows, um, your friends come out. Yeah. And, you know, it's a good time. They want to see it. They want to support you. That dies really quick. So that's why you'll always have, like, these bar shows with one random shitty comedian who's just starting because they're the ones bringing out people. So, and I get asked this a lot for some reason. I'm not the guy to ask advice for because I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not selling out arenas. I'm not uh, really going anywhere at this point. I haven't done stand up in a fucking year. No, but, but you, you did, you did come up the hard way, man. You like, you put in the fucking work from like the, you know, the yep. basement floor and mm -hmm. you started in Canada. And then I had to start again moving to the US. Yeah. That's what they don't, well, no one hardly ever does that. But, uh, but yeah, I'm frequently asked for advice and, it's like I, I want to tell anybody that asks me is like if you figure out a way to be successful in comedy could you tell me because I need to know um, but one thing uh, some common things about that it's like don't move to New York or LA right away I mean sure there's there's a lot more resources because stand-up comedy in itself is its own industry and yeah. I don't mean like the concept of putting on shows I mean stand-up comedians are a racket like you could put on shows and, and tell them you got to pay me and you can go up on stage to, in front of four people and be a comedian, whatever. There's all that shit going on. Pay to play. I've never done that, thankfully. I've done the the the, the ticket, like like the bringer shows where you have to sell a certain amount of tickets. Yeah. You know, and that's basically the same thing, pay to play, but whatever. Um, if you want to start stand up, th there's only one way to do it. Go to the fucking bowling alley and sign up for the open mic. That's it. That's the only way you can do it. And stop thinking you're this edgelord. People say that too. Well, I just don't think the world's ready for my comedy yet because I'm pretty far out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, dude, have you not seen Anthony Jeselnik? That guy's up there being the most despicable, horrible, hilarious person on stage. And if you're worse than that, then chances are you're, you're entering some weird racist type shit that isn't going to fly anyway. So, yeah, the world's not ready for that because we've evolved over the last 200 years. Jesus Christ. I mean, going back to the 90s with like guys like Robert Schimmel making a joke about like his daughter crashing the car. She's like, I'll pay for this. He's like, pay for this. You're going to be blowing the body shop guy. <laughs> you know, like that was in the 1990s. Yeah, and then now we're at Anthony Jeselnik, man. So, like, unless you're going beyond what Jeselnik's got, you're way behind the fucking times on the Edward shit. Even if you are like Jeselnik, you're going to get canceled before you start. There's only one Jeselnik. Yeah. And yes, it's he, a bit of a double standard. He manages like he got grandfathered in. He got grandfathered in. Yes, even though he's a younger guy, he got grandfathered in. You just got to deal with it. Yeah. But I do I do want to start another comedy show. I think when things open up again, I'm going to find a a local establishment here in the valley and do uh, a a comedy night. 
and just have different comedians, even if it's an open mic, whatever. Because I did that in Winnipeg, you know, at Aussies, at the yeah. at the basement of the zoo before it tore down. Um, we had shows there, and it was awesome. And by run a comedy show, I mean have somebody else host, figure out the lineup, announce them while I sit in the back and drink, and then do 20 minutes at the end. Yeah, yeah fair enough. But yeah, that's what I want to do. If you know any bar owners in Sherman Oaks, that area, send them my way. Um. Oh, the other thing too about being a comedian is you're gonna be fucking hated. Like, that's just the way it is. People aren't gonna like you. Not every, like everyone's gonna be polite, but they're also gonna hate you. Right, and especially if you do well. Right, like. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The better you do, the, the the shittier the people around you are. And this is par- this is kind of a paradox, but like, don't take advice. <laughs> if, so- <laughs> if if somebody offers, uh, I know, right? That's the most contradictory thing I've ever said in the last five minutes but if somebody offers you advice i mean maybe it's coming from a good place and they mean well but take a look at them is that what you want to be if it is take it if it's not question why they're giving you advice in the first place it's different if you ask for it but when people come up to you and say hey you should be doing this thing and that you know be like "Mm, are you actually good at this i mean I've, i've done that I've, I've, I've told somebody, hey, you got this thing going. You should put this out a little bit, you know. And they said, thanks for the unsolicited advice. And I was like, oh, yeah. I don't mean to do that. I've become the thing I hated. Oh, but, fuck, dude. You know, whatever. Yeah. But uh, delete all your old tweets. <laughs> <laughs> we did that, dude. Yeah. We like Okay, so I'm not going to name any names. All right. But I will say some very, I'm not going to joke and hint about it, but some very prominent comedians that you know. We did a little cancel check about a year ago when this shit was getting kind of hairy, or two years ago even. Um, we figured out how to search uh, for specific tweets from people with certain keywords. And <laughs> <laughs> man, like, I, I'm lucky because, like, I'm not lucky. I just, I don't have that style of humor. You know, I'm I'm not saying I'm uncancelable because I don't know what the standard is going to be in 10 more years, you know. Right. But... When I when I when I started out and I was doing the shit like it was you know during the Romney election that kind of shit I was very very left wing more so than now, so I wasn't into making racial jokes or sexist j- shit whatever, but a lot of my friends that have been doing it a little longer sure were. <laughs> <laughs> One guy had to delete six hundred tweets. And Fuck. yeah, pretty gnarly, pretty gnarly. But that was what we did. We just found shit on each other, and now we're shit brothers. They got shit on me. I got shit on them. Well, actually, they don't have shit on me. Just in my personal life, but not with my jokes. But we, uh, we're, we're all shit brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and I know these horrible things they've said. I've read them all. <laughs> you know, it's like you don't just read one or two. and see, Or you don't just be like, hey, there's 600 results with this specific word. You read every single one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you tell them. But yeah, they're all gone. <laughs> or just do what Jim Jeffries did, because that came out, how he deleted every single tweet between, like, whatever, 2015 and 2018, whatever it was. Uh, that works, too. Just fucking cleanse the whole thing, start again, or just delete your everything off your phone, set it on fire, throw it in the ocean, move to Montana. That's good, too. Yeah, fair enough. That's solid advice for everybody. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, so, Brandon... Um, Let's do it. Okay, let's do the let's do the toilet flush part now. So funny parts over. <laughs> we got uh, uh, Gavin Newsom being recalled. What's the what's the update on that? What's going on? Oh, yeah, well, the fucking people want to know, man. So we're at the point now where uh, the uh, period to get uh, signatures has ended, but they got over two million in that time. They only need one point five million. They've been uh, 
verifying it about like an 80 to 85% rate. So odds are pretty good this is actually going to go forward. So this fall, August, September, there's going to be uh, a recall election. And so it's a two-part thing. One, should Gavin Newsom be recalled? And two, who should he be replaced with? And there's going to be a whole, like back in 2003 when they did it to Gray Davis, you had Gary Coleman, Mary Carey, a porn star. I think Roseanne Barr was on there. whole bunch of fucking people. So who do you think... Uh, if he gets recalled, who do you think would be the best possible person for any reason whatsoever to replace Gavin Newsom as governor of California? Wow. Okay. Is this like a ridiculously hypothetical question? Like anyone alive or dead type of thing? Or well, I, I mean, I Roseanne mean, Barr's on that bill. That's a that's pretty. That's a. Ugh, you know well, what? I mean, just some of the shit. names I, I I rattled off from 2003. We literally could have had Gary Coleman or Mary Carey, the porn star, as the governor of California if, if enough people voted. We we ended up with Arnold Schwarzenegger, but no, I'm just like personally. Who would you like to see? It doesn't matter. Like what, whatever Louis reason, Louis C.K. as the governor of California. Yeah, fuck yeah. So like, what would you want to see out of him? Is uh, like day one is uh, governor of California. Well, part of me feels like he'd be a real jerk. Oh, nah, this guy. But I think he could really pull things off. Jesus <laughs> Christ! You settled down over there, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, don't drug name over here. Oh fuck yeah! I, uh, I, no, I, no, I, I love Louis C.K.'s comedy. Um, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, uh, um, I, I, I'm not gonna get into that. But no, he, he absolutely should not be governor, and he, he's probably the first person to tell you that. Um, but for real, to be honest, I don't know any real candidates at all. I don't know who's. I, that's why I don't. I'm not particularly crazy, but like a, a full blown recall because then then you scramble to find a few candidates and whoever's winning at the beginning basically wins the whole thing. Did you mention that Arnold Schwarzenegger won the election from a recall? Yes. Okay, that makes sense because I don't think he he could win if he started from the ground up. You know, he came in uh, on the upswing and just jumped in at the right time, said the right shit, boom, was elected. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, me personally, John Cox. Uh, Republican businessman from San Diego. He was the one running against Gavin Newsom uh, in the election last time. I'd love for him to be elected just because it'd be hilarious to have a Republican governor of California the way California is today. Like if somehow miraculously he could pull off a win, that would be fucking hilarious. I'd love to see that for the next you know, year until the regular uh, election comes around. Well, we'll see if Cox can pull it off. Jesus fucking Christ, Brandon. You just fucking settle down over there, bud. Ah, whatever, man. You know what? It's a little bit contagious. I haven't really been drinking that much. I gotta, I gotta get back on that. I did go out drinking because you know things are opening up because Gavin Newsom, uh, you know, he folds one way or the other. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Like you, you could be like, okay, child murder is should be legal, and he'll be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, he's a finger in the you wind know, type of guy. Which way is the wind yeah. blowing? Right. Um, but but yeah, I am glad that restaurants are opening up because if you're gonna have Victoria's Secret opening up, uh, you, you should at least have Buffalo Wild Wings. And if people are are following the rules, yeah, and they're getting vaccinated, and I don't see the re- any reason in keeping restaurants down because that is a huge. Well, I know we've said all this too. But anyways, anyways, right? I man, was out it- at the bar. I was at the bar. Okay, so we went out. Me and the boys. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. We went to. Uh, uh, I want to say the name of it, but I'm not going to. It's an it's an arcade bar, and it's awesome. You play arcades for free. It's fucking great. I don't know. Whatever. It's called the One Up in Sherman Oaks, right on Ventura Boulevard. It's a good time. Shout out to those guys. Shout out to those guys. Haven't seen them in a while, like 24 hours. But <laughs> you just play like these old timey arcade games for free. Sure. Uh, but then we went to this other bar that I already don't like, and I know they don't follow the rules, but you know they were pretty cool about it. But it, it's it's just weird being back inside. 
you know it it, it feels like this like like you know i could i can come out from the shadows yeah and sort of uh uh or order a bar or order a drink at the bar and i got a little too drunk last night because people were buying me drink you know me i don't ever pay for anything when i go out. but this <laughs> the bartender someone yeah. i was like i'm going home like relatively early, like before midnight, I was like, "I'm, I'm fucking out of here. I'm drunk. I don't want to cause a scene. I don't want to say anything stupid. I, I just want to get out of here." Jesus Christ! In your mid thirties, you're finally becoming a responsible adult. Right? Yeah, dude. Well, no, I, I always do that. I don't, I don't stick around past the point of no return. You know what I mean? No, unless uh, you and me are out together. Well, that's different. <laughs> that's different. We're usually pretty isolated, though. Like, but like, yeah. there's too many people. I don't want to fucking. I get you. Uh, not, not too many people around. Like, like it was pretty social distant, and it was responsible in that regard. But still, I just didn't want to be out anymore. So I, I'm trying to leave in my friend orders me another beer he's like no you're not you're gonna fucking drink this at and so the bartender I, I i told her i don't want that shit keep no and she fucking poured it well you know? t- yeah, typical women not listening jesus christ <sighs> no no what I'm, tale as old as time what i'm saying is like typical like old time shit you know bars open back up yeah shit's shit's getting real i'm not okay now i am drunk i guess shit's getting real yeah shit's getting real we're back up Anyways, that's my story about going to the bar last night. Uh, so, anyways, I left, and then my Uber driver was playing the worst music. Yeah, sorry about that. Um. Oh, so side note to everything, we got this the this other podcast. Ah, uh, I forget what they're called. I should have looked it up before we did it. Um, uh, Jay and Dave versus the world. Yes, yes. So apparently, we're enemy podcasts. I don't know what that entails. All I know is I'm getting unsolicited nudes from them. Uh, the one guy sent me a picture. Uh, he's doing that like Buffalo Bill thing where you tuck your penis in between your legs into a nice little fruit bowl, and, you, and, he, and he took a picture in the mirror, and he, he just sent it to me. It was his first message he ever sent to me. He yeah, just, like, like you would to, when you're it. introducing yourself to somebody, yeah. I guess you you do shit like that. That's why I, it's it's just like uh, it's just like the situation with the dick tornado. I don't uh, bring you around women because I don't know what the fuck you're going to say on Facebook two <laughs> hours later. <laughs> so, Anyways, this guy sends me that picture, and and I just replied, what? Like, no period, no question mark, just what? And he's like, that's how I show dominance over other podcasts. And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? I guess we're enemy podcasts. That's cool. Whatever. I'll have to check my mailbox, man. I've been uh, away for a few days. I, I, I'm i sure I got some hate mail and God knows what else in there. Oh, yeah, dude. Well, there's two kinds of mail- mailboxes, right? Like, there's the ones that uh, from people you follow, which we do. We follow. We both follow these guys. We know who they are. I just, you know, didn't know we were enemies. And then there's the the message requests. That's the fucking filth. Don't click that. That's like going through a Motel 6 with a black light. Yeah. You know, you know what's in there. You just you shouldn't fucking look. Just well, let it exist in its own realm. The other dimension, the upside down. Forget about it. Occasionally I go in there and it's all crazy shit. Well, here's Fuck a way. Fuck you, I hate you. Yeah. Well, here's the way I look at things, man. If they're going out of their way to fucking send us hate mail, that, that means that uh, they feel threatened by us. I, okay, so back to to this. It's not hate mail. They're just uh, they're they're starting a feud, I guess. But I don't know what to do. I don't know how to be in a feud with somebody. Uh, fuck you guys, I guess. At you know, flex, we are the superior podcast. Flex nuts on them, like literally, like dip our fucking balls into a can of planters nuts and take a picture of that and send it off to them. See, you do shit like that. So yeah, that's what we should do. Is is you take your regular pictures and then just send it to them. Yeah. There's that one picture of you jumping into my pool completely fucking naked. Oh yeah. And I put the little hamster emoji over your dick. Yeah. Very little emoji. And that wait, 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 wait a minute now. 
It's well, a pretty it, small hamster, dude. I, it was cold that day, and then like the pool, the it's pool is cold. It's in Los Angeles in the summer. And, and the it pool was before was, he was in the pool. Co- cold water off and breeze, and yeah, god damn it. Anyways, very small hamster, but it's uh, Jesus. You have no problem taking those kind of pictures. I do. I have shame. Like, right, we've been through this. I, I, I've taken one naked picture of myself, and it wasn't a sexual one. It wasn't like a, you know, one of them dick pics where you fluff it up and you're spinning it around, whatever people do. Uh, I, I just want to see what was going on, and I, I, I do not recommend anybody do that. Because I took the picture, I set it up on a, on a like, um, on a table, and I, I took a few steps back, stripped down, timer, one, two, three. But I'm just sitting there, or standing there like a fucking idiot. You know, my shoulders slumped over. I'm just like kind of like looking at the camera, like oh, I'm, t- I'm naked, and it's just so gross, dude. It's like a fucking marshmallow with toothpicks sticking out of it, and a tiny marshmallow for a fucking head. And I'm like, that's what I'm working <laughs> on here. Well, that's okay. what I got. So, so I should here, have chubbed it up first. That's the other thing, you know. <laughs> if you're ever going to take a naked picture, chub it up first. If you're ever going to jump naked in the pool like Brett, chub it up first, dude. Yeah, gra- grab forever. yourself an uneaten pickle and uh, yeah, <laughs> and massage that prostate, baby. Yourself, yeah. So here's my advice for anyone who wants to take pictures of them with their uh, fucking junk hanging out. Like, you have to own that shit. So me, I'm like jumping, legs spread, arms behind my head. Like, I'm owning that shit, dude. It's like a fucking fashion model shoot. Like, with my hog, you know, uh, you know, a pygmy hog, whatever, hanging out there for the whole world to see, man, I'm owning that shit. So, like, if you're going to show your fucking junk off to people, you got to be elaborate and fucking loud and some RuPaul-type yeah. fucking yeah, energy exactly. behind that Don't shit. Don't just have it, like, poking out this sneaky penis yeah, shit, you know what I mean? exactly. Your Go full hog. Down. Yeah, dude. Let, let full the world, hog, dude. Let the world world fucking see it and appreciate it full hog or or baby turtle in my case (laughs) i I don't know why i fucking did that to myself dude because ever since then i'm just like i just wanted to write a letter to every single person that's ever you know that's ever seen me naked and just be like i'm so sorry that i did that to you you know like go on an apology tour basically but just because of how gross i am i well well, they knew what they were getting into or getting into them rather (laughs) yeah yeah, that's uh, true too. It's like you you also saw me with clothes on. It's not like I took it off. I do have a weird rash on my thighs. Like like both of my thighs look like I got a bunch of mosquito bites on it. But just it's like it looks like I pissed myself. Okay. Uh, but it's it, I don't know how that happened or why it's like that, but it's been like that for a couple weeks, dude. And it's just like it's healing, but I saw it for Okay, I don't know why I'm talking about this, but like whatever. Th- that kind of shit, yeah, that's weird and gross. But like Otherwise, you know what you're getting into because I still you still see all this shit just you know with with clothing on. Yeah, but, I, well, I mean, both of us is pretty horrendous with clothing on, but you know, it's not exactly uh, you know the, the fucking women are going to turn their noses up. But, but that's well, the other thing too. Here's the here's the thing. If if I I mean like if you're worried about the way you look naked, by the time you're in that situation, it's the other person's problem. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like that, it's not your problem. No man, it's like it, when you fart or your feet stink or whatever. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really not your problem; it's everyone else's. And if people are in that situation, eh, you know, that's your fault. Jesus Christ! You're the one who jumped into bed. Ab- I, 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 absolutely, man. I'll, I'll, I'll fucking throw that out at you. Um, so, uh, all right, this it, week in whatever you want to call it. Uh, no, th- this no, th- this is my 
favorite segment of the week because it gives me a chance to fucking dunk on Joe Biden and the Democrats. So this weekend, Joe Biden, where the hell is my $2,000 check? Because we still haven't gotten our $2,000 check yet. Uh, some of us still haven't even gotten the $1,400 check. But uh, the latest uh, in uh, Joe Biden's pandering uh, administration, uh, pandering being short for a philanderer and a pedophile, um, is now he's trying to cater to the whole fucking women's sports. We deserve to be paid equal to men movement. Uh, Megan Rapinoe from a U.S. Uh, women's soccer team and apparently a women's pro league in the U.S., which I didn't even know fucking existed, uh, is uh, you know uh, pulling Biden's puppet strings to say that we deserve more pay as women because we do just as much as the men rather than draw ratings and ticket sales and you know uh, an actual palatable fucking sporting event other than that yeah they deserve fucking equal pay absolutely i i, I sense a little bit of sarcasm in your voice i w okay so when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to the whole soccer fiasco um from what i recall last year it was just dis dismissed at the federal level in the courts uh because the women's and men's soccer are two separate entities. The the real issue is that they're governed by the same by the same uh, body. So all the money goes into one pot, basically, whether it's advertisements, ticket sales, whatever, sponsorships. Yeah. Um, and then they're they're distributing it, however they do. Okay, so the men are getting paid more. Uh, and th there are arguments for that, against it, whatever. The point is at the federal level. In federal court, it was dismissed as, like, your two separate entities. And they also have their own collective bargaining uh, agreements where each individual player has their own contract. Yes. So in that case, part of me wants to say, yeah, if it's going to be one body governing it, you better show where that money's coming from. Because if, if, if you're selling it as a package deal, like advertisements or whatever, um, or sponsorships to have the logos, whatever, yeah, then you better start paying equally. Well, if it if it's purely based on revenue, which it's not, it's it's like whatever it is, a third or a quarter, it's that's based on revenue, which the women have been equaling the men since they won the World Cup in 2015, but it's only a small portion of it. So what what I'm saying is you you don't really know where that money's coming from, and if 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 they segregate it, and they have the men are one, you if you want to advertise with the men, you advertise with the men. If you want to advertise with the women, you do it there. Great, that would that would solve all the issues, I think. Yeah, I, well, there's a, there's a whole uh, slew of issues for one. So like where where she's pointing out, it's like, well, we uh, we won the World Cup in 2019, and we uh, outperformed rating wise the Men's World Cup in uh, 20 uh, or 2018. Yeah, because you were in the Women's World Cup final in 2019, and just like the Olympics or anything else, where there's U.S. Uh, athletes in a final or a gold medal game or a gold medal race or whatever, you're going to draw better ratings, right? So they drew 14.3 million viewers where in 2019 when they were in the final, where is the 2018 men's final in this country drew uh, an 11.3. However, the men's U.S. national team wasn't even in the final, and they were still hanging, like, you know, right there with the women. Mm -hmm. Granted, it's anecdotal, but I'm willing to say if the men were in that game, they would have fucking blown uh, the women's ratings out of the fucking door just because people prefer men's sports to women's. Um <laughs> I'm just saying, man. It's just the way it fucking goes, dude. NBA okay. outperforms WNBA. Okay. Men's tennis, better right, women's right. tennis. But they are treated as separate entities, and that's what I'm advocating for. Yes, and and, 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 like, and you I can't agree. have you can't have collective or, or sorry, you can't have uh, joint deals with advertisers if you're not going to pay everybody equally. 
Yes. That's how I feel as a socialist. However, it, I, I also agree with, like, even if they're a shittier team, I mean, women's soccer is not nearly as popular in, in other countries as it is in America. Like, it's they focus on men's soccer in the countries that, you know, the men's soccer teams dominate. Yes. Um, however, if it's drawing in money, they should get paid. So, so yes, have well, women's soccer and men's soccer, two separate entities. Boom. Dude, and, and that's the thing, like, as a free market guy myself, yes, if the women can absolutely prove that they deserve to be paid more because they're drawing more, absolutely fucking pay them what they're worth. I'm 100% on board mm -hmm. with that. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, with all the variables that we don't know about and the lack of transparency from U.S. soccer, we have no idea what that actually you know, fucking is. So Right. The other thing, too, is, like, I'm not really that interested in hearing a white woman go to the white house and talk about how her six figure income isn't enough and how that's the the cornerstone of pay equality in america when no 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 there's far bigger issues when when it comes to pay discrepancies uh not just between genders but with with classes and 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 the minimum wage being what it is this isn't hopefully it could be a talking point and maybe that's like the gets the ball rolling sure. maybe at best but in reality i don't give a fuck about a pro athlete not making enough money, especially when they have their own individual contracts. And that's in that case, you need to get a better agent. You need to get, uh, uh, I don't know. That, that's, that's on you. If you have an individual contract, the end really, there's only one way to solve this. Yes. Is to have the men and the women play each other. Well, uh, there we go, man. Like, uh, you know, in football, for example, you know, why, like let's have the fucking, uh, uh, NFL champions, Tampa Bay Bucks, you know, play the fucking uh, women's lingerie league champions, uh, Kansas City Queefs or whatever the fuck they're called. Oh. <laughs> what? You're going to make up a women's team and call it that? Why not like the Tampa Bay equal pay? <laughs> oh, God, no, that's just way too much pandering, man. How about uh, how about the uh, Los Angeles Clams, dude? What about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. New York Vagiants. <laughs> Uh, fuck, dude. How about the fucking Minnesota Dikings? Okay, too far, too far, too well, far, too far, too far. No, no, no. The Seattle Seahawks. End of discussion. We're not talking about this anymore because it's just going horribly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now we're both. Well, no, I I was good. Mine's mine's all about empowerment. Yours is being shitty. Fucking shitty dump truck branded over there. Hey, you know some some people pay good money to uh, fucking get queefed in their face. Ugh. Not anyway, me, of course. What? Okay. If this is your first time listening, <laughs> Brandon likes prostitutes. I've also said that the last six podcasts in a row. So Brandon has an affinity for prostitutes. Uh, he enjoys the the ladies' company. That's that's female empowerment. Great. No one, whatever. A hooker stole stole his wallet once. It's pretty hilarious. But what is the? Have you ever paid for like an a la carte service? Oh, yeah. Well, absolutely, because there's always... Don't say anything too gross or graphic. No, no, no. So, like, the gist of it is... So, just like anything else, prostitution has... Or sex work, I guess, as it's called. You know, you fucking youngsters nowadays. Um, there, there's, there's a language specific to that thing, right? So, sex work has its own language. So, it's not... If you're talking to a sex worker and you want services, you don't say, well, how much money am I going to pay you for this? You say, well, how much is a donation for your time? Things like that, right? And each provider is going to have a menu. And sometimes, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and you have to say it in co-words in case one of them's fucking Jimmy the Rat. Well, well, either that or, you know, like, so as a John, I'm worried about there being a cop on the other end. As a provider, they're worried about a cop being on the other end. So you keep your language in a very specific tone that doesn't allude to money being exchanged for sexual acts. Um, you know, how much would a donation be to spend some time with you? And then whatever happens between two consenting adults within that time yeah, right, that's, that's up technically to them. illegal. Sure, exactly. But if you want something specific, do you, do you use code words for that? It's like how much for you to sneeze on my beats or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like some are. I mean, some you can discuss that with, like while you're texting or calling them. You know, whatever their preferred method of contact Gross, is. Dude. Some of them, it's like here's a base pay for my time. If you want to talk about anything beyond that, we can talk in person. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just depending on the provider you're talking to, yeah, you, you, you can get extras, uh, you know, some of them will do bareback. Some of them will do yeah. anal. All right. Gross. Wait. gross. Too specific. Don't want to know about that. Use code names, man. Like pickling. You know, we all know what that means now. <laughs> the old prostate. How much for that pickling? Yeah. No, I feel like the cops are still fucking storming your house. If you did that, even if you did it consensually without the money being involved, but it's weird. Uh, one, one. I, I'm not agreeing with it, but yes, you you when you're advocating for prostitution as you do, um, you say that it's not much different than regular dating, and you you say it's actually a little bit better because it one way or the other you're still paying for it. Well, you're just not, getting not only more are you to still, the point. Not only you're still paying for it, but in this arrangement, you ign- you know exactly 100 percent how the night's going to play out. You don't have to worry about like ah. You know, maybe if I take her to like a four or five star restaurant, man, that's going to guarantee her to put out. And then into the night, nah. you get a little kiss on the cheek, and she fucks off. You know, but this way—that's shitty. That's 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 shit. That's toxic masculinity right there. To be honest, is to do something and expect a favor in return. You're right. It is horrible, women, not to suck your cock after a five star <laughs> no. dinner. I absolutely agree. Um, I mean, like if that's if that's what you're doing, if you're if you're spending money for the sake of hopefully having sex, then you know what? Like you deserve to get blown off figuratively not not well you deserve to get uh, uh her her to abandon you here's the thing man like we as human beings we all want the same thing whether you're you're going to a sex worker or you're going on a date of you know i mean fuck even if you're married right if you're married and you're a woman or a man Try not having sex with your partner for two, three, six months and see how long it takes for them to go out and find someone who will fuck them. Right? Oh, sure. That we all have needs. Right. Exactly. Because we all have needs as human beings. But within the realm of a relationship, it's all played within this game, within this cloak and dagger type shit, within these, you know, y- you have to play it like a fucking game. That's what I fucking hate because ultimately your end goal is the same. You want to. With a relationship, you want to have somebody that you can spend time with, doing fun shit with, but you also want to fuck. You want to be friends and all that shit, you know, but the fucking games and bullshit you have to play to get there is fucking stupid, at least to me. I don't have the fucking mental capacity to deal with that type of shit anymore at Mm. this point in my life. Mm. You go to a sex worker, you know exactly what you're going to get, and you're going to get it within the next hour to two or however long it takes you to, you know, or however long you're paying for. But you know exactly what you're going to get. Right. And I understand that. And I understand your point in that. And to be honest, I'm not opposed to that whatsoever. Uh, I wish the whole industry was set up differently. I wish it was legalized. 
because then then you can regulate it you there there's it's far safer you're not going to prevent prostitution by making it illegal are you fucking kidding me yeah we, yeah, we tried that with alcohol, we tried that with drugs, and we saw how uh, those, uh, the, the fucking war on both of those went. The only reason it's not legal is because people think it's icky, which is fine, but it's also not like, we're, we're going to progress to that point where we're going to see that the benefits outweigh the negatives, which is, in my opinion, safety, which includes not just like, you know, shitty guys beating up prostitutes and getting away with it, but like human trafficking would that would cut that down because then there's there's no underbelly with that there's there's people that would and they're, they're the conservatives or, or anybody that's against it would would say something like uh if we make it legalized it's going to encourage it uh it's already pretty encouraged if we're being real what the fuck do you think only fans is it's it's it, you can't you can't say only fans isn't the same as prostitution. you can't even say that pornography is much different than prostitution people are getting paid to fuck people pay to watch it to fuck everyone's throwing money and dicks around it's all the same shit why right. not just fucking make it legal and and safe for everybody because the, the thing with human beings is we like things put in a certain context so it's palatable to us it's acceptable to mm -hmm. us mm -hmm. even though the end result is the same if you watch a porno People are being paid to fuck yeah. each other. Don't call it porno. That's what creeps call it. It's like saying panties. Well, I well, I like panties too, but I'm also a creep. Um, I am Bluto from Animal House. But um, so it, it just comes down to a palatability thing. So you have to reach people on their fucking level, including the fucking you know uh, religious right and all all those fucking people that get their tits up in arms mm. about whatever the fuck. But at the end of the day. Even the fucking religious right, they fuck without condoms. Oh, they're, they're the ones doing all the fucking in the airport bathrooms, bathhouses, and the back of the clergy. You name it. They're all about that fucking. Right, exactly. Fucking that weird, sneaky all fucking. Place. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And you're right about that. You are right. But at the same so kind of going back to what uh, we were saying about getting to the point, whatever, you can also do that without, without being a hooker. You could very well, in my opinion... You could say to a to to a potential romantic interest like, "Look, I'm just looking to fuck." I don't think that's shitty. I don't think that's toxic. I don't think that's um, it's shitty to expect it. It's sh it's really shitty to pay money on a date and expect it after that. That's shittiness. It's not shitty to be upfront with somebody, whether you're a man or a woman, whatever. Yeah. And, and say, "Listen, I don't want a relationship with you. I want to be able to um, call you and fuck." That's it. That's all I want. You come over and fuck. I go over there and fuck. We fuck. Whatever. And you can do that. You'd be surprised at how many people are fucking down for that. We're a different generation. You know what I mean? Well, and that's the thing, because like back in the 90s, you had that bullshit bastardized version of feminism that like if you actually approached a woman and say, hey, you want to you want to fuck? Oh, well, you're assaulting me. No, you're you're you, you know. shouldn't do it that way. That's not what I'm saying. Well, it's, no. just, it's just when because when you're when you're sort of kindling a relationship or, or sorry, when you're building a relationship and, and the very, very opening stages of it, um, you make your intentions clear. And that goes from one extreme or the other, whether it's whether you want to get married and have children or you just want to fucking suck. You should say that at the beginning. But but that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, but right. that but that's a thing. Like men, like during that time, there was this whole like new wave of feminism going on. 
often was a bullshit version of it because they they saw anything as where like women were sexualized or anything like that as uh, an affront to women in the, in their progress in society. It's like, no, I'm telling you, I don't want to have a relationship with you. I'm not going to lead you on like six months down the road and say, hey, I'm sorry, this isn't working out. I'm telling you right now, this is what I want. I okay. I, I want to hang out and I want to have sex. If you don't want that, fine, move on. Right. Like, but men were like shamed back at that time for being upfront and honest. So then that as everything does, that's what led to like men being more sneaky about it. And eh. that's also not what you said. It was going up to a woman and saying, you want to fuck you. Don't do that. Well, I, I'm not saying you walk up to him. No, I but I'm saying that. if you're already engaged in a conversation you and yes. you get to the point. Yeah. I right. mean, when I, you get to the point of, like, yeah, what do you want in a relationship? Yes. Yeah, I, I don't mean, yeah, just walk up to a random woman in the corner. I should should have uh, uh, emphasized on that. But, uh, but yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, if you're in a conversation with a woman and, yeah, it gets to that or point. Man, or, or man. Or man. Or man, man and woman, woman, whatever. Yeah, I don't care. But, yeah, just be honest with what you want. And if that point, if they want to get mad at you, fine. But at least you're honest with them. Yeah, and that's what we need to like i hate this i fucking hate it when people say this shit but like we need to normalize that and i feel like we are we are from a different generation than yes. than than what's been done before our generation is all about fucking and sucking and women empowerment all that so we're cool with that shit and and we're very cool about casual sex yeah you know or, or at least we we don't we don't we don't judge the way that they did as you said in the 90s yeah things so have progressed if you're out there and you're and and you're interested in one thing or the other. I think it's just as bad to do the opposite. It's just as bad to be into somebody thinking you're going to change them like they're wearing a diaper or you're uh, you, you're going to change their mind and you're, they're going to marry you, whatever. The, no, they're not. If someone tells you something, believe them. Yeah, absolutely. If they tell you, I want this and you don't want that, get the fuck out of there. Right. So like, you know, if uh, women on Twitter, Instagram happen to pop in my DMs and say, hey, Brandon, uh, I'd like to sit in your face. I'm going to take you at your word. You know, I'm not encouraging that behavior at all. But if it oh, happens, to, what, 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 what? Is this your mating call? Is this you putting your fucking tail up and being like, all right, <laughs> who well, wants well, to get farted on by the by the great Hambino over here? Well, you know, uh, putting something of mine up for their tail. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you ruined it, dude. You ruined it. Anyways, yeah. uh, what are we? Where where are we on the on the internet? Uh, well, you can uh, find uh, me at on uh, Twitter and Instagram at El Oso Blanco sixty nine. You can find Mister Dave Weasel on Twitter and Instagram at Dave Weasel. You can find us at uh, Valley Boys uh, Podcast on uh, Twitter and at Valley Boys Pod on Instagram. Fuck yeah, dude! You got that shit down. Yeah, that's that's what I'm here for. That's what I bring to the table, man. I'm a fucking closer. I don't even know my own shit. I think it's like sneaky penis four twenty. No, no, that's not it. Yeah, well, it's or no, that's my secret account. Yeah, well, that's why we need each other. We're a couple derpy derps. <laughs> we are the Valley Boys, coming at you live at the time from Merced, California. Thanks to everybody who bought us a quote unquote coffee. I'm so, I'm not sorry. I called you shitty. Uh, make sure you grab yourself a t-shirt. We've also got masks. You can even get it as a backpack. I don't know. It's just a dumb website. But uh, all the money goes directly towards our alcoholism. And bringing you more future episodes of enlightening conversation that you've heard today. Exactly. All right. Brandon, any last words? We got uh, like 45 seconds to kill. Uh, well, I wish I, I had uh, to fart. I, didn't, I haven't farted enough on this pod. I, I think I did once. I did, oh, yeah, I did. When you and Dick Rivers were talking, I farted and I laughed. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, see, well, that's the thing. Most of the farts have been coming out of your mouth. That's why you're so fucking backed up, you bloated cocksucker. Why don't you eat some more cheese, asshole? Easy, easy, easy. All right. If you made it this far, uh, I'm not sorry. Fuck you. And fuck you as well. Good night.